Hey, I'm Vinny. And I'm Nat. And this is the Relatively Fit Podcast. Hi, guys. Hello, everyone. <laughs> She's laughing for once. Oh, shush. Oh, I'm laughing because that wig be sliding. <laughs> Listen, it's my protective style. That would be sliding. We're in lockdown, and there's no one to oh, do can your we hair. Not even talk about it. Okay, guys, you lockdown. Where 2. I am 0. now, where I am now is where you're gonna be in three weeks. <laughs> Are you mad? Are you mad? Have you seen my braids though? I know. They're fresh to death. I know they are so fresh to death. Yeah. And if I get a shoot next week, I'm going to have to take them out. <laughs> yeah. So who'll be laughing then? Yeah, I know. Protective I know. styling for yeah. us women of colour. Protective, Protective styling. styling. Yeah. You're um, lucky I'm not sitting here with, my, with the scarf on my head. Lucky. I mean. But mind you, would have stopped the wig from sliding <laughs> off though, wouldn't it? <laughs> Oh my god! Wow! Oh my god! Uh, so lockdown two point Lockdown two. How how are we feeling about it? By the time I mean <sighs> today we're recording, it is like just pre lockdown. But by tomorrow, by the time this episode comes out, whenever you hear it, we will be in lockdown two point What's the vibe? How are you feeling? It feels weird, like we're on the verge of something. Yes, we've been here before, but this seems different. This seems like we're on the cusp of something big. I don't know if it's due to the presidential elections in America. That was my next point. I was just about to chime in and say, boy, there's a lot going on at the moment, you know. Yeah, so it feels the anxiety levels in myself, and I'm sure many other people are quite high at the moment. And basically, I went and did a shop and I was just kind of looking around. Um, Because usually when I did go into the office, you know, time was a premium. And I'd just try and get things done as quick as I could. But I actually took the time to look around me yesterday. And I was just looking at people's behaviour. And it seemed like everyone was in this mad panic. And I was standing in the queue and I'm one of these people that will just talk to anyone. And me and this really nice lady got talking and she was like, oh, I'm so glad when I came out because, you know, look at all the people behind us now. There's so many people in the queue. And I was like, I know. And we were just standing there chatting. It's like how this one, this one decision Mm. for the UK Mm has like flipped everything right back to how it was at the end of March. Yeah. In terms of like this, you know, for some people, this immense sadness or like panic to go and buy stuff. Like mum is still going on about the man who came out of Lidl with like 10 (laughs) billion packets of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. You know? People didn't Um, learn anything from... The first time round. Well, you know, I hope people do learn or have learned from the first time round. I think we Not tend just to... in, in terms of shopping, but in terms yeah. of just management well, of self see, and development of self and well, not the things to... that are important. Yeah. And, you know, but all I of think things there. people on a whole have a very short term memory. 
in the yeah. sense that we've been here before. We know you don't need to panic by. We know you just need to follow the rules. But the fact that we are here is because we just didn't take people the time. People were going out and getting lit. Yes, That's people were I mean. going out and getting lit. People, People's attention span and people's memories just lapsed. Well, to they be fair, forgot. I was like, people are going out getting lit, mm. but that's what's going to happen when you open a pub and a bar before you open a gym. Yeah. <laughs> well, that never made sense to me because... No sense. I mean, Zero sense. you can regulate the gym. I mean, I was talking to um, someone and they said that you have to text or go onto the website of their particular gym and book your slot. Yeah. And you had like an hour and you were in and you were out. Yeah. And the changing rooms were out of use. It was only the toilets. So literally you knew what you were doing and that's a safe environment. But I, I drove past pubs and saw people from different tables right up close to each other, no social distancing. And it was just like, our memories are so short term. Did we forget what we had to go through to get to this point, to go through it again? Forget or did you not care? I don't know what it is. I don't know. And mm. even just like, you know, obviously I work in the fitness industry. Just we're taking it back to one of our early episodes, actually. Yes. Um, the future of fitness. Yes. Where we found out the data um, in terms of like... Um, covid like transmissions and stuff like that within a gym environment yeah and it was like 0.01 per hundred thousand gym visits or something like that you know when you think about it like that is it's just so frustrating and then what happened when the pubs opened i think there was 19 cases the cases just two days yeah it was just ridiculous yeah so i guess for me in the whole fitness industry business it is extremely frustrating Mm. but we kind of have no choice now um we just have to go through this as best as we can just like last time yeah and just do our best to keep our heads up yeah you know and find joy in the small small things yes yeah and i would like to say as well i'm pouring some apple juice (laughs) if anyone is struggling speak to someone Please, please speak to someone. Um, There's lots of charities out there, lots of well-known ones. Um, Go to websites, check them out, call a friend, FaceTime someone. Um, We do... sorry, you're going to get me gulping. Oh. On air. When I'm doing my serious auntie nap messaging. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Well... Let me lean back from the mic. Yeah. (laughs) We turn to the side. <laughs> like Tavon Day. Chocolate, Chocolate rain. <laughs> Was it others crying? Others feel the pain. Chocolate rain. I move so that what is it? Something <laughs> yeah. to do with the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back Tavon Tay. Yes. Legend. And there was a message in that song, you know, because Make I just thought it deep, was banned. You know. Yeah. Make that song is deep. There's an interview on YouTube. Yeah. And it was about his success from like Chocolate yes. Rain. Yeah. But he brought it back and he was like, the reason why he wrote the song For real. coming from like, you know, he's um 
mixed race yes. and just the struggle that he had yeah. from both sides. Mate, the song was deep. It's deep. We just took it as bands. <laughs> but when it's you listen deep. to it's the interview, Tayfon, when Tay. he broke it down. Tayfon, is he, am I like pronouncing his name right? <laughs> I don't even know, but the chocolate rain Tay Tayfon Tay. Tayfon Tay. Tayfon Tay. Chocolate rain. People know. Just do you Google know what I mean? Chocolate rain, yeah, man. people know. Just Google chocolate rain. Anyway, I'm sorry because I did interrupt something that was very, very important. Yes. Go on. <clears throat> well, I just want to say that obviously it's lockdown 2.0, and yes, we do know leisure industries. I don't know why they call gym leisure industry, but to me, it's an essential service. Not because. You know, the data is coming out that people with pre-existing conditions, you know, diabetes and other conditions make your, could potentially make your outcome when you catch this disease worse. And gyms help people physically and mentally So closing them down, especially when they've got stringent measures in place, especially when they've got social distancing, especially when the air can be circulated properly and ventilation can be dealt with adequately, it seems a shame to close them down. It really does. So, oh, here we are again. But all I would say is for anyone that's struggling, talk to someone. There are charities out there, well-known ones. Um, Speak to someone. Call a friend. Call one of the charities. You know, because it's difficult times at the moment. So, you know, do what you need to do to make yourself happy and get yourself to December the 3rd or 4th because this lockdown has an end date believe the government if you will I'm not so sure I do because they may come on the night before and extend it but just think of the end goal just use that date to keep you going yeah just keep looking forward yes one foot in front of the other just one day look at a forward. time yes and use those numbers if you need to. There's no shame and no disgrace in it. Do it. You know, we're all struggling in one way or another. Um, so do what you've got to do. And that's my public service announcement over. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. So yes. shall we move on to Inspo of the Week? Inspo of the week. week. Yeah, yeah. I joined in this time. I know. Check I her out. In. I joined in. She's I in a good in. mood this time. Listen, I don't know what happened. I'm tired. I've been up since 5 a.m. to teach okay. 6.30 a.m., bro. And the time is 18.19. Are you going to crash soon? Are you going to start getting rude? Yeah. <laughs> Now me, man, why are you baiting up my whole life? I'm sorry, darling. Yeah, I get like touchy when I'm like <laughs> Ooh. tired. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> yeah. like a baby, isn't it? Like when, when babies are tired, they're just like, Mah! lash out. Like, they lash out <laughs> and they beat their mums in yeah. the face. So you just need to feed them. I don't rub beat their my mum in the face, though. That's. <laughs> 
Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Wow. wow. This is getting deep. Literally, yeah, with babies. So you feed them, rub their tummies, let them burp, and then put them to bed. So this is what needs to happen to her in the next yeah. hour. And I need I need Andre to rub my tummy. Yeah, I don't need to no. I don't need to know about all that. Rub my head. Ew, moving on. <laughs> anyway, in spite of the week. In spite oh of the week. I mean, we've done that bit already. Yeah. Oh, Go on then. Anyway, inspire of the week. This one's a good one. Yes. Do you know why? Because we've actually got our inspo of the week on the show. Um, so our inspo of the week, she goes by the name of Maya, Maya Tank. I met Maya, I met Maya at random um obviously free running and she has just I've I've just really enjoyed watching her journey um into her strongman competitions um and just lifting there was there there wasn't really anyone in my world that I saw basically doing what Maya does and like I'd always like publicly and in the quiet um have rooted for her and just been like it's so nice that we discovered and found each other through running but how we've just branched out to just find our our feet in something that not very many people are doing obviously when you're in that world you you know that there are many people but from the outside looking in for me that was like like pole dancing like no one I knew was doing pole dancing like literally no one um I found my feet in that world. Same with Maya. She mm. she branched out into this world of um, weightlifting and strongman competitions and stuff like that. And yeah, she just grew and grew and grew. And I just found it was super inspiring. You definitely thought it was super inspiring. I did. Little stalker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I stalk her on Instagram. Um yeah, her stories are brilliant. It's just so nice to see someone doing something that, we say defies convention, but it's something that we don't see all the time. I mean, a lot of women lift as part of their fitness routine, but not a lot of women lift as their fitness routine, as their well-being routine. Um, I've started thinking about lifting and weight training purely due to getting older where people talk about bone density and bone strength and muscle tone and strength. But before now, it's not something I would have considered. And to see, you know, a woman doing what she's doing I think is pretty inspirational and I think you guys will think so also. So you should definitely check her out. She's our inspo of the week and we're fortunate enough to be able to speak to her. Cool. Nat, do you want to take it away? Hello. By saying hello. (laughs) Hello. And introducing our guests. Well, it's exciting because we're famous now. We can get special guests. And I'm really excited because we've got 
a special guest. And her name is... Do you know why she hesitated? <laughs> Do you know why she hesitated? She hesitated because she was going to call you Moonface 88. <laughs> Instagram girls, it's cool. She hesitated because she's gonna call you Moonface ATA. And I'm That's like, all right, we can call Moonface. Her name is Maya, Maya Tank. Yes. Maya is our guest. Hey, yes. Maya. Hi, guys. We can we right. can go with Moonface ATA. It's cool. It's all right. Moonface. Do you know what is so funny? Because like that's how I call people by their Instagram names. Don't you call people by their Instagram names? Only if you don't know them. Well, yeah. Because you don't know. It's only because on my Instagram, yeah, I've got my name. Yeah. But I don't know anyone else like that yeah. apart from you. Okay. <laughs> like, I know who okay. you are. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, <laughs> fair play. Like, hello. Fair play. <laughs> so, like, obviously you, well, Nat was like to me, oh my God, like, I really, really want to speak to your friend. Like, she's so inspirational. What was it about Maya? that caught your eye I think it was the fact that you like to lift heavy things <laughs> <laughs> definitely like to hit, lift heavy things and yeah. it, it also looks like you like challenges because I'm the type of person whether I think I can do it or not I'll be like okay I'm gonna give this a go and then I usually do it whether I do it well or not kind of remains to be seen but <laughs> I always tend to think well let me try it so that's why I was interested in your Instagram page because it looked like you you just got stuck into what you was doing and you're doing all these different things so I thought wow we need to speak to her we need to speak to her and we need to get her on the podcast just before we like get into it though Maya can I I mean and I'm your friend and I should really know this is your real name Maya Tank? Yeah. Your I've real name is... Tank, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Maya it's Tank fine. drags tanks. No, I haven't got to tank yet. Soon. Soon. We were looking to try and do an aeroplane pool, but obviously... No way. Sorry, did have us one aeroplane. Yeah. Lord of mercy. Oh, my God. How cool would that be, though? Just to, like... I mean, it Just might not bats. be... Well, chances are it might not move, right? <laughs> chances are it might. it might move. Your hope is that it will. Uh, my friend was going to run a comp a couple of months ago, which was going to be like pull a fire engine, deadlift a fire, uh, deadlift a fire truck, deadlift a police car, like those kinds of things, just for wow. fun. Just for bands. Like, Crazy. Yeah, like, As you do. The photos, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Speaking of, move your head a minute. Look. Look at the painting, the drawing. So we're, we're recording this via Zoom and we're like looking uh -huh. into like Maya's house and she's got the picture of her dragging the bus. Yeah. Do you know what? We need to just crack on with this interview because we'll just be staying in, yes. chatting all day. <laughs> chatting, chatting. So I want to know, we want to know, because obviously I know you, so I kind of know a bit of your backstory, a bit of your history, but... For lifting specifically, what attracted you to lifting? Uh, it was kind of accidental. <laughs> As in like, yeah. so I used to run on a treadmill. I was that girl that went to the gym to run on a treadmill by herself. <laughs> and I would like, but I was the fat girl that went to run on the treadmill to run by herself. <laughs> and the guy that used to personal train me in inverted commas, 
Wow. Okay. To take me to the park, put cones around and make me run around them. And occasionally he'd give me some water. Oh, wow. Okay. Sometimes I might do a kettlebell class. And that was like my first exposure to like weights. But generally speaking, you don't in a commercial gym, especially out this way, you don't really see women in the weights area. It's always Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like 50 year old bald white men like in their tank tops yeah (laughs) like it's just not an area that I ever felt comfortable in yeah um and I feel like a lot of people maybe feel like that yeah for sure yeah so that was kind of I used to run and run and lost loads of weight and ran some more and then I got injured and then I did like nothing because I didn't have the right rehab in place Mm. And then I joined Gymbox in Holborn and um, started doing like boxing classes and stuff. But like, you know, boxing on a bag, like fight club type stuff. Yeah. Wicked music and a a good coach at the front. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I I got a PT who was like, Rich is brilliant. Um, But then I found Rundem, like I came across them on the Gymbox website or something. But it was when, do you remember when we had to do the forms? What, why you wanted to join and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I missed that. (laughs) I slid in. (laughs) I did the form, but East was full. So I ended up going to West. And Manny, yeah, I went West. Manny and Felix babysat me and Cara (laughs) on my first run. And when I say babysat, it was like, we were doing laps up and down wherever in West London because I don't know where that was. <laughs> uh, and they would do their thing, come back, pick me up. And then, and I'm like, just let me be. Like, it's all right. I'm holding you back. And obviously that's not the way. So, yeah. So I was running with Rundem and I joined Gymbox and I started training with Richie. And that's when I kind of started doing weight stuff. And then I kind of did through like classes. I do like PT once a week. I wouldn't follow the program. <laughs> he waited like it was just you know sometimes you just have to be in the right place mentally yeah and I was kind of like so then I joined a class called bartenders which was all like calisthenics based mm. um like pull-ups and whatnot and my gosh that was like embarrassing because why well I still can't do pull-ups for one mm. but for two even with like assisted bands Mm. not going anywhere I had to have someone like behind me helping and but like the vibe was cool it was like you know like what random used to be like as in no one gets left behind everyone helps everyone kind of thing yeah it was that kind of thing so we'd all book in for that and then I kind of just I don't know if I necessarily stopped but I wasn't like frequently in the gym and Ben Mr Gotting who was a PT at Gymbox at the time had like a Saturday class at the rugby club, which was okay. the Super Lady Saturday. Oh. And I went along in the middle of winter and he's like, have you got any football boots? And I was like, no. Nope. And he's like, I've got some, but you're going to need a couple of pairs of socks. So I took two pairs of ski socks, put on his football boots and off I went. And everyone was just really cool. And they had all this kit that I'd never seen in my life, like a log, like a cut out frame thing, metal wow. frame. Um, and kettlebells and sledges and whatnot. And it was a work sprint rest format. So work was whatever the weight was, i.e. the cut out log mm-hmm. or 
I can't even remember, but they had like battle ropes and things like that. Yeah. And everyone was just so nice. Like everyone would help. You could pair up with whoever. The guys helped the girls. Um, and it was like, oh my God, this is fun. Like, so completely different, like just yeah. experience to like the weight section in the gym that you found. Completely different. Like completely the different. weight area is just always intimidating. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm training with Richie, I couldn't really be there. Mm. Whereas then you take it to you're on a rugby pitch, it's frozen. There's lots of geese poo everywhere. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> it's just like Sam, like my friend Sam. Now she was she was partnered up with me, poor girl, uh, and she was teaching me how to clean, like so to clean the log. By that I mean like get off the ground, get yeah. into that, and then press it. Yeah, and she's like thrust it, thrust it like you're having sex. <laughs> But I was lying. <laughs> dying. Dying. You said, yeah, I like this weightlifting stuff. <laughs> you may scream. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, when you're just like, but it's funny because then, like, a, I, I went like a few times. And then Ben was like, do you know what? I'm actually going to be opening my own space. And he was still kind of at gym box, but kind of at the foundry, like the foundry became a thing. So him and Liz and Dave. Um, and so, yeah, I just went and it was like at a point in my life where I just ballooned in size again. Mm-hmm. So the reason Moonface 88 is Moonface 88 is because when I was at uni, right, my face was round. <laughs> Round like a moon. Your face, face, moon. That's yeah. what our mum said. Your That's face, face, moon. Yeah. <laughs> so my friend moon. was like, "Your face is round like the moon," you know. And then you <laughs> face. So that's that's it. But it was like proper, like round. Oh. Um, and I guess I hadn't realised how I'd put in that, yeah. how quickly I'd put that weight on, and I just didn't like. I was big at my biggest, like. I'm not even going to say the number out for the public to hear. Mm. Um, but like, it was, it was bad. And um, I wasn't really getting what I needed out of gym box. Like, I think sometimes you get caught up paying a PT for something and because you have a relationship, it's hard to break away from it. Yeah. Like, you kind of become reliant, but it wasn't serving me. And I wasn't getting into the classes because they were always overbooked and whatever. So it kind of was one of those things I just needed at that time. Mm-hmm. Um. So I joined and got put me on his very fun, no fun plan oh. uh, for three months. And like I, that, I was sending him pictures of my food, like wow. everything and lost like 23 kilos. But yeah, like that was, wow. I guess I've kind of been in and out of the gym a long time, but to actually enjoy it has been maybe the last four years. And it is yeah. because of Ben, like, if I hadn't have gone to the rugby thing, then I don't know. Like I wouldn't have pulled a bus. Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy though, how it's like, it takes just one event, one experience to like flip your perception of something mm. or give you like a spark of interest where you're like, do you know what? Let me just do this and see how it goes. I kind of liked it. Mm. Let me see. Let me just see. And always that just seeing leads you to all these places that you couldn't have even imagined mm. 
one of which for you is pulling a damn bus. A bus. A bus. A whole, what, double-decker. Double-decker, route master. Route master. Talk to us about the bus, because this is, this is what got me. When I saw the pictures, I was like, yeah. oh. Do you know what? I can't even lie. My introduction was very kind, ladies. But um, I actually... Okay, so I tend to get bullied into these things. Oh, yeah. My first comp, which is where the bus pool was at Commando Temple. I've been wanting to go to Commando Temple for the longest, like the longest time. What is this place? Because I don't really know about it either. Let's go. It's in Deptford, mm-hmm. and it's um, well, it's like a I would say gym. It's not a gym like a commercial gym. It's, it's like smaller, and it's very much like an intimate. It's got strongman stuff in there. It's got oh. powerlifting stuff in there. They've got like martial arts classes. They've got, I mean, they've got everything in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's just like a little bit of a, you know, like kids in a play area, but mm-hmm. for adults. Right. yeah it's like that they've yeah. got like all sorts in there um like all different coaches that specialize in different things like but yeah so i've been wanting to go there for the longest because a friend of mine from school did a qualification called strong first which is all like kettlebell stuff and he mm-hmm. was training there so i've known of them for years and then chippy oh yeah chippy trained there wow. yeah and dave cregan Wow. Is a commander. So I was like, so for a long time I knew of the place, I just hadn't been. Yeah. And obviously I'm not from London in it, so I'm like Deptford, where's it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I was at the foundry, right? So I kind of went from gym box to the foundry to like massively advocating for the foundry. Like it did a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Um but we went one day, my friend took me and my friend Bev came, and Bev is like 50 something now she's like super nan because her daughter's had a daughter wow. um, but she's competed in strong women and stuff so like she's amazing and we oh, all went Bev. wow yeah I had such a good time and I was like oh and they were like well why don't you do the comp and I was like no way no way absolutely not <laughs> um, and they were like but do the novice and I was like no because have you seen the weights even for the novice like <laughs> So what would it involve? So you knew that it would so be a challenge. Told, yeah, well, you get told what the events are, as in like what the comp events will be. So whether that's like a deadlift or whether it's pulling a bus or whether it's like, they've got like Atlas stones, which is like big ceramic balls. Oh, yeah. We love it. We love them. I love um, them. It could be like something with that, or it could be like a log, you know the big I don't know how to explain it. it's like a metal look it's like a log like a yeah. tree log but made out of metal cut out yeah. um like it could be log lift or it could be like a massive oversized dumbbell like you get told what the events are for the mm-hmm. day there's different categories so there's a novice category for people who've never done it before mm-hmm. then they're and they're weighted and then there's weighted categories so under I think under 70 was one and over I can't remember I can't remember what the categories were um but they were like do it and Bev was like I'll do it and she was like so you've got to do it and I was like <laughs> you've got to do it Bev says you've got to do it so you don't argue with Bev <laughs> no one's arguing with Bev nobody argued with Bev so yeah I kind of I basically got bullied into it by her and Cecile and then I had to train for it and then I was like what have I done because 
at the same time as training for it, I was away in Africa with my parents and my siblings. Oh, gosh. Two and a half weeks. And I was like, okay, I've come back and I still can't do the, can't lift the weights that I've got to do in three weeks. <laughs> um, but you know what? It was just a load of fun. Like I, I trained for it to a point and then some of it was like fluke. Um, so what did I do? I think I came fifth or sixth, fifth, sixth. I don't on know. On your first go, three. in your first comp. But there was only like eight of us. But still, that's oh good. Oh my God, Maya. That's really Can good. Can you please clap for yourself? Come on. Do you know what it is? I am one of those people that like, I've never been in sport and fitness. Mm. And so that kind of competition element is not really there in that way. Yeah. Like when I used it's to try to clap for yourself. No, but like when I used to get on a treadmill, yeah, I'd clock, I'd find someone that looked either like me, this is going to sound really horrible, but like me or a bit bigger or like whatever. I and know as long what you're saying. On the treadmill, I would yes. not get on that treadmill. And you catch like a sneaky little look at what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. And when they start running faster, you're like, bitch, you're, yeah. I can't get off now because she's still going. So I've got to keep going. <laughs> me and her's the same size, you know. I've been there. I've been there. Oh my God. I'm a marathon. So like, I, I'm never, ever in my life going to run a marathon. Never. Mm. Ever, I mean, ever. you came close during lockdown now. You did how many miles? Like 19, 20? Well, yeah, but that was across a week, 26. I did, I did do it, but across a week, not in one. I mean, I'm not yeah. doing a marathon in its true form. Okay. But did okay. you ever think that you'd be pulling a bus though? No, but that's so much more fun than running 26.2. Oh, <laughs> I beg to differ, darling, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's because you're a marathon runner. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it, I failed so many of those lifts on comp day, you know. And the ones that I thought I could do, because I trained for it, and I was like, cool, I could do this. Nah. <laughs> mm. And you second did it. You did it, though. Yeah. You showed up. Oh, we've just been told that our internet is unstable. Oh my god, unstable! Wow, <laughs> can't, can't be having that now. Oh my god. So, another yes. question for you. Yeah. Um, do you want to answer this one? Yes. So have you? <laughs> no, because again, looking at your profile, I'm thinking. I wonder if you faced any negativity regarding what you do. Because it's very different. Yes. It's, I mean, there's women that run, there's women that swim, there's women that do yoga. I yeah. can't see that there's many women that actively lift. I think they'll do it as part of their routine, but they won't actually say like you were talking about the Atlas stones and um, I'm going to mention pulling the bus again because I think it's wicked. <laughs> um, women don't normally have that as part of their armour, as part of something that they do in terms of fitness. So have you had any negativity regarding what you do? Yeah, I mean, do you know what? Like, I think it's, in part, it's like what you're used to seeing, right? So we don't see women necessarily doing strong woman stuff. Yeah. And actually, I remember watching Strongman on the telly like as a kid and being like, what, what is this? Like, why are these people doing this? Yeah. Old here I am doing that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like people have, like everyone's got an opinion, right? And I'm not like, you can't just get bulky overnight anyway. Like mm. the people that I know that are ripped and shredded and have got traps and this and that, like, 
the work they put in and the way they eat like it's just it's another level of like discipline right yeah I'm glad you've said that because that kind of leads into another question we were going to ask about misconceptions because I remember being told oh you know if you lift a lot of weights you're gonna be big and you're gonna be this that and whatever but that's not true is it no look I can't lie my physique looks different when I'm lifting and not doing any conditioning mm-hmm. like it's all balance right yeah but I wouldn't necessarily I mean it, it depends on what people's definitions are as well like to a lot of people I probably do look bulky mm-hmm. is what it is but at the end of the day like I I like having the legs that I've got and whatever I've still got goals and stuff like aesthetically I still want to lose a bit of weight and I hate the term but like trim up mm. but um yeah to like loads of people I probably still look bulky but to people in the industry I probably don't if that yeah. makes sense so there are people that I know like friends of mine who are small petite um as in in terms of their weight and whatever but when you look at them like they're phenomenally strong mm. they can rock up in heels and a dress and look banging Mm. yeah but you don't have to like just because you lift doesn't mean you have to look I guess like a man right that's kind of the the misconception is if you yeah I was gonna say like I I remember being in in the gym once um and there was this woman who she looked like she knew what she was doing um you could like from her body and the way she was lifting you could tell she was strong but as a group of guys went walk past I heard one of them say like, she looks like a man. Mm -mm. And it's just like, it's comments like that, that are so off-putting for so many people. And like, if she'd heard that and maybe wasn't too confident or it was like her first time kind of doing weights by herself, like the impact that that would have had. I know for me personally, I I would have been really upset. I would have been so upset. You know what? There was a point in time where I would have been as well in the sense that like, if I talk about the commercial gyms, like the change and the knowledge I've got now from when I first wanted to go to the gym and became treadmill runner Mm -hmm. and the guys that were in that space at that time to now, when I joined the foundry was the first time that I really, a little bit of gym box, but more so at the foundry where you had like rugby players Mm-hmm. jump in with the girls and vice versa and it's like mm-hmm. they'll team up with you and they won't have a problem with it yeah and at that point when you can confidently train with people like that at whatever level you're at because they're mm-hmm. all encouraging or whatever and inclusive um I guess you stop caring like I had it when I went to the gym back near my parents one day and a guy basically the barbell was left there with plates and I thought I, I watched it for a few minutes and it was really <laughs> not being used so I took it over, did my whatever I needed on it. And um, the guy came over and he was exactly what I described earlier. He mm-hmm. was tall, meathead looking. Oh, mm. God. <laughs> old and tapped me on the shoulder. Like, tapped me on the shoulder. I was like, excuse me, I was using that. I was like, well, you weren't. Yeah. Like, I was. I was like, well, feel free to take it then. Yeah. Like, he looked at me and I'm like, well, I'm not moving it for you. So if you want it, take it. Yeah. I then took it, put whatever on. Two minutes later, I walked off. I was like, so for someone 
who has never been to the gym before or was new to it or would be really upset by that. Yeah. yeah. Me, I'm like, and people look at me funny in the gym anyway, because in terms of like my training program, it's not like your, your atypical weights program. Right. So I'll take like, I don't know, a 22, 24, 26 kilo dumbbell, just Ooh. one of the pair though. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm stuff because that's part of our comp stuff and I haven't got the yeah. proper kit. So I've got a, but yeah, I mean, look, each, each to their own. Um, mm-hmm. I know that for my body, I need a combination of weight and some sort of conditioning. Mm-hmm. So be that running or rowing or whatever. And when I don't like my mum always, she's like, look how stocky your legs are. <laughs> <laughs> stocky legs are good. Nice, strong legs. Like, they're so short. And I'm like, mom. <laughs> Yeah, big fires yeah. save lives, you know. Oh my god, that's what I've heard. I think it's true. Yeah, she's like, but look, look at her bum. I'm like, well, I've got a bum in it. Yeah, yeah, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so, a point actually, because I was thinking like about your body type. Like you were saying, you know how to work out for your body type, which sometimes takes a lot of people years to you know get to grips with so has your body changed since you've been lifting compared to when you were just running on the treadmill honestly so when so I was very round at one point Mm. then I ran every day for for like maybe a year and a bit yeah and I do like my weight dropped like it was the smallest I've ever ever been weight-wise but um I had no boobs no bum I had collarbones. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, look at, look at my gorgeous collarbones in my top. Yeah. But everything else has dropped out, isn't it? <laughs> there was no, I had no shape. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I was a little bit as well, skinny fat, skinny syndrome. Mm, so like yeah. my arms were really slim and my legs were really slim, but I've already, like, just have to accept, I've got a tummy in it. Like, yeah. it is. Um, and so even though I was at my smallest, so hence, you know, when kids draw like little people, <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> dying <laughs> and the middle's just like you're like why is the middle so big and you're just <laughs> arms and legs, legs. yeah I hate so, yeah, yeah. Like that, then I put on like loads of weight over a period of time like the bit like the biggest I've ever been mm-hmm. like a Teletubby and oh no no but like I was big and also I'm not tall. So like when you look at someone who, well, I'm five foot five. So when you look at that and the weight I was like, yeah. it's a problem. And then I lost loads of weight and my shape, like I'm now not skinny fat, skinny syndrome. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of in proportion, I would say. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't, I, I'm not like a stick or a, a kid's drawing anymore. Yeah. Like I've still got, I've still got a long way to go, but um, yeah, this time we're not, we're not running every day. Mm. I tried actually, didn't we, Venetia? We tried. We tried. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> and we tried. Do you know? I was what? Like, it's interfering with the games. This time of year, isn't it? Like, and you're doing, you're in the middle of your program, so you're like you're tired, you're sore. I like at the time was like. <laughs> just kind of getting back into my flow of teaching and stuff like that. So my body was feeling some type of way. Like, it is what it is, man. 
It is what yeah, it is. You know what we said afterwards? Why did I listen to your episode of your marathon podcast oh. after I was supposed to go for a run? <laughs> I was like, right, if I'd listened to that, I'd have got out the door, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good episode. If you haven't listened, you should listen. Check it out. Check yeah. it out. Wow. How did you even do that? Like, you didn't even have the buzz of like other people and stuff. It's hard yeah. enough doing it. It was tough. And that is the reason why I had to, I had to go out there and and be her cheerleader, you know. You know? Mm. Mm. So I suppose like when you're doing like lifting and stuff, at least you're doing it indoors. You know, you're not like out in all weathers. But mind you, are there competitions where you're outside? So I think it depends on what the gym setup is because so I had the bus pool and I had, there was um, an event, which is like a, the yoke. I don't mean a runny egg yoke. I mean, um, mm. <laughs> like a, it's like a frame that you put weights on and then you kind of have it on your shoulders. Oh, yeah. It's like an N with like bits at the side. Yeah. The yeah. yeah. Okay. Kind of. Yeah. But like, I mean, if you get good at what you're doing, then you're ideally supposed to be able to run with it or do it quickly oh. or but she said yeah. run <laughs> yeah i know i'm thinking okay Which part? i would just be able to just lift that's the only bit so it was that and a frame carry so they've got like farmer's walks which is basically like two metal things holders and yeah. the weights on them as well but this one was like a frame so it went all the way around and then it was like uh oh, i can't remember what the thing is called but it's like a big cylinder that you hug and they put weights inside it and so Ooh. you have to do yoke sprint back get the frame sprint back get the metal cylinder thing get it to the end oh um God. and so that was outside i nearly stacked it as well like i didn't stack it through the whole of the thing oh and then no. i got to the finish line I, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't and i didn't drop the yoke um but yeah, that's outside. Sometimes the stones, I guess it depends on the gym. Like if they haven't got space for it inside, it might be outside. Yeah. Tire stuff, like tire flips, maybe would be outside. Oh, yeah. I haven't done a comp with tire flips. I've only done two at the same place, so no, no tire flips. Any kind of like pull will obviously be outside. Outside, yeah. Because um, a few of the guys, I think it was last year, did the, there was a train pull that yeah. they did. The um, train. Yeah, shout out my coach, Mr. Dan Thomas. Pick up yourself, name. Dan Thomas. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> wow, like, yeah, that looked mad. Yeah. Oh my that god! That's insane. And it was one carriage. But I can't remember how many, like, how many tons it was. Enough. Yeah, well, it was a train, right? <laughs> Enough. Tra- yeah. My goodness. Put a down on a train. Like, how do you get a train moving? I don't know. You put a driver in it and he turns yeah. the key and then it moves. <laughs> and then it moves. That's the only way I know. <laughs> it's not about, it's not about putting it. Oh, wow. gosh. Oh, gosh. March, isn't it? Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, some, some are outside, some are indoors. Yeah. Uh, Do you find that men are intimidated by your strength and often uh, want, to give, want to give, like, unsolicited advice and kind of oh tell you what to do especially yeah. like in a social setting how how do you navigate those kinds of things mm, without wanting to punch people in their face <laughs> <laughs> that's what i wanted to do <laughs> it's 
is that the answer? Yeah, just punch him in the face. Like, okay. Do you know what? That's fine. That's fine. That's what they're expecting you to do, isn't it? Because you look yeah. like a man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Um, so I think when I speak to some of my friends who aren't in lifting or whatever, and they're like, but why are you lifting so much? Yeah. I guess that kind of like intimidation thing. And I'm like, some people have said to me, but oh my God, why are you lifting that? And I'm like, because I can. They're like, but it's so much. I can't. And I'm like, well, just go and lift it then. Mm. Like, <laughs> if you're worried about me outlifting you, go and lift more. Like, yeah. Yeah fundamentally um and then in terms of the uns oh my gosh the unsolicited advice all yeah. the time or like gosh I'll put stuff up on my in fact I put it up on my Instagram the other day because I was using it as like a bit of an accountability thing yeah so I know my form is not perfect that's why I have a coach mm-hmm. amen so he will critique my form and then we will work on whatever we need to work on for the next time. Yeah. Um, and I've been putting it up and for a couple of weeks, people were like putting their opinions forward. And some people I'm quite happy to take it mm-hmm. because one, they're qualified Two, they know me three, like we have that kind of relationship and we'll talk about it. Mm. Then there are people that have good intentions, but it's like, it's not asked for. Yeah. Mm. And then there are just the people that are like, they think they know best. And I'm like, Dude, I see the way you're training your people. Don't oh be God. So yeah. I think there's all areas of it, but I did I did put up a post the other day, maybe like two weeks ago, where I was like, okay, form police. Like I know it's not perfect, this accountability. Yeah. Let it be. And even off the back of that, like two or three people, men, were like, but why don't you think about this? And it's always really unhelpful things. Oh. Like, use your like, legs. Did, did you not hear what I just said? <laughs> did you not hear what I said? <laughs> you're just like okay thanks or like so on monday i went into squat and i'm not very confident with squatting anyway um so i'm a bit sometimes with it Mm. as in like sometimes it feels good and sometimes it's like tragic um (laughs) but i had to do what i had to do because my coach had written out and he wasn't there so i was like okay the guy that normally spots me wasn't in there either so I asked these two guys, one was like really, really tall and built. And the other one was obviously like short and like squat, like Danny DeVito type. Right. <laughs> and I was when like, you I'm say so... spotting, what does that mean? Oh, it means making sure I don't like kill myself under some, whatever lift I'm doing. <laughs> oh, so is that when the guy comes and stands behind you or stands next to you just in case yeah. something happens? Or girl. Or girl. Yes. Okay. Or girl. Cool. Or Thank girl. you yeah um, <laughs> and they both came over and I was like oh this is weird so they oh. almost it must be like powerlifting in terms of like in terms of what their coaching was because they stood either side of the bar okay. Yeah. Like, oh, okay all right cool afterwards though he was like oh but why don't you put something under your feet and I'm like because I've got lifters on mm. I've already got the... and then he was like oh uh have you not thought about putting the soft pad on the bar and I'm like oh my god and then have else? you thought about just shutting your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> like, can, How about you just, that? can you just shush and let me live? My God. Wow. Like, like, it wasn't my strongest lift because my head obviously wasn't in it. Mm. But he, they both like proper gassed me up and they were like, you know, you could have done more, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow. I don't know. And they were like, well, we're just going to be over here. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll try it. And I did manage a higher weight out, higher reps, but my form was not very good. Wow. So 
on one hand they're like giving me unsolicited advice on the other hand they're gassing me up and I'm like you lot are just mad <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> and and then I was like yeah but he was like but how come you've got this long arrest in between your sets and I was like because my coach wrote it that way mm. he's like but if you just take less and I'm like uh-uh, didn't you just hear what I just said? <laughs> I tell you what, I'll my give you coach, the number. I'll give you my, my coach's C-O-A-C-H, number. put in oh. way. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. So, yeah, it's, um, oh. they, or, or they want to come and help you. Like, I had a guy, this was a while back, and um, I was doing upper body stuff, and he's like, so do you want some help? And I was like, no, thanks. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> and one guy asked me if... um. If I was going to be using all the plates, I was like, yeah. Wow. He's like, all of those? And I was like, yes. Yeah. All of Including the heavy ones. Yeah, babes. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting wow. ready to deadlift, you know, and he was like, but all of them. And I was like. Did I stutter? <laughs> all of Excuse them. Me. Did I stutter? <laughs> I said all of them the first time. What, what like. to other men or is i'm the sure it's just to no, women no they don't they don't flip reverse of that is when you go into somewhere like commando temple it's like the complete opposite they're mm-hmm. so supportive like the guys will jump in with you like yeah and I, I think that's part of it. Like when I was at the foundry, you just lift. Like sometimes it's just a case of you haven't got time to be switching. Venetia, you come to the classes, right? Sometimes yeah. there's not time to switch weights. Like just pick up what's already there. Yeah, what's there? Like you just go, honey. Just wow. go. Sometimes it's just that, right? And once yeah. you get to that point, it's like that's kind of how you get better. Because mm. if you went with like what you think you can lift, then you probably wouldn't do that anyway. But yeah, I think I think there are some people who like just feel the need to put their opinion on everything, and it kind of yeah. comes back to that has someone ever said anything negatively? Everyone's mm-hmm. got an opinion, yeah. um, and then the same with like unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a flipping opinion. Um, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so we don't want unsolicited advice. But, but what I'm saying is there are like. So I went to a gym last week and had never trained with the two or three guys that were there, but they were so like encouraging and supportive. And we just jumped in and did all the same sessions together. Mm-hmm. The only bit I did get, and it just cracked me up, was one of them, Mark turned around and said, can you stop caressing that stone and just pick it up now, please? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <It's all safe. laughs> I just faff about. And caress it. it. Yeah, what's all that is? <laughs> give him a little rub and a hug and that so that it actually moves right (laughs) i must admit i saw your atlas stone lift i thought it was amazing because i used to love watching world's strongest man and they do yeah i used to love it like um what was that guy's i think he was from dartford um because they used to go to like south africa and all those places to do the comps and there was this guy, I think his name was Dave Holland, and he was from Dartford. And I was like, yeah, yeah go you, UK. Terry Holland. Hmm? Terry Holland. Terry Holland. Terry, yes. Why did I think he was called Dave? Because I, I thought he was called Dave. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been Tony, but yeah. And then there was this guy, I think it was Mark Felix. Yeah. And he, I think at the time he was well up in his 40s. 
but the way he used to lift these stones and everything was absolutely amazing. And then when I was watching you, I was like, oh my God, like how much does that weigh? How much do they um, weigh? I was only playing with the 60s because I haven't done it for ages. Only, she darling. Only. only. Oh <laughs> what do you mean only? Only. Wow. Come on, like, I wouldn't run. How many marathons have you both run? Well, she's done more than I have. And I'm supposed to be the runner <laughs> of the family. I've only done two. I've done yeah, only, only two. Four. Only two, yeah? See? Look, yes. look there now. <laughs> yeah. Look there now. Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. Do you get it? I think okay. as women, but, but, we need to big ourselves up a bit more. Yeah, but also, like, well, I think generally we all need to do that as women. I don't think we're very good at it. But mm. you're in that running space, right? Like, when I talk about your pole dancing, Venetia, and you're like, oh, but it's... And I'm like, yeah, but for me, I can't do... I, I can't even do a pull-up. <laughs> me neither. Yeah. <laughs> and you're here, like, flag this and yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Bringing them out and... <laughs> But you're in that space where you're used to seeing that. Yeah. I'm in a space where I see people who are like a fraction of my weight pulling three times what I can lift. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, it's all relative. Yeah. Mm. Well, thinking about what you see, do you feel underrepresented firstly as a woman and as a woman of colour in your sport? Are there any other women of colour is there anybody that looks like you doing what you're doing? Do you know what? That's such a, like, it's such a multifaceted question in the sense yeah. that there are women that do what I do and I see them because I do what I do. Yeah. You don't see them elsewhere unless you're looking for them. Yeah. Because, like, like, you would see them because you're in that sort of environment. But us, like the general public just wouldn't see that it at was all. like the other day I think it was you when we was having a conversation about black pole dancers yeah and you asked me and I was like Maya yeah there's there's like loads I'm just like I haven't seen any of this but it's like the wider world doesn't see that mm. they don't see that at all so yeah there's there's women that compete in the sport and there's events for them and they're like awesome and it's it's interesting because I didn't really know what to expect but the person you're going up against to compete against is the person cheering you on mm. which is like super it's mad but it's like it's so nice that's so cool um, yeah. but in terms of pe women of color nope I mean Andrea Thompson black lady know. she mm. competes um she's been well uh, Britain's strongest woman four times Oh, oh wow! World's strongest woman in two thousand and eighteen. Like this is some kind of trivia. Answers <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the back of a postcard. <laughs> um, two thousand and eighteen, I think. And she just um, in lockdown, she just did. I'm gonna find it actually. Where is? I'm gonna show you. Where is it? I'm gonna put it on here. Hundred and what was it? Ah, oh, she hasn't put the number up. I think 149 kilos or something. Just phenomenal. Wow. Um, but when I like when I train, for example, at Commando Temple, actually it's quite a diverse group of women mm. of different shapes and sizes. But also, I think people look at me and I don't really look like I do fitness. Mm -hmm. There's that kind of level of representation as well. Yeah. Mm. Like, 
we discussed a bit Teletubby-ish. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> oh, Hillary, moon face, whatever. No, but like, I don't really look like I, like, I'm not super slim or whatever, so I'm not that insta-fit girl. Mm. And I'm not super jacked either. Yeah. So I'm not like someone who's clearly been in sport. Mm. And so I guess people just kind of go, eh, she don't do it. Yeah, because I think people like boxes, don't they? And like, it's like, like you say, oh, there's the Insta Fit girl and there's the this, that girl, but you you don't really fit in there. So you're kind of like, but like when that, you must, look that must be really weird to people like, well, you must confuse people. <laughs> like what, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, I, I mean, if anything, I guess because I'm Indian, I should by rights do yoga, right? Well, Ooh. well, no, but it's like, it's the way people think. It's, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, right? Like, if I was to go to what I'm not even supposed to or should do, like, that's kind of my, like, yoga comes from India. I'm Indian, so that's mm, probably yeah. what I should do, but I don't. <laughs> my mum does yoga, she's very good okay. at it. Um, but for example, like, I don't look like a runner. Do you, I mean, Mm. what does a runner look like because when you look at runners need right none of none of the three of us would be on the cover of runners none of them look like us at all like and you've run marathons you run not you have run you you run marathons you run marathons like you run Mm. and so i think when you i've had i've had this conversation with quite a lot of people and it's just like if you lift you lift right if you run you run like do you I think when you're kind of in that space you then search out people mm-hmm. mm. um but I think the difficulty for like younger kids is if they aren't really into it then how are they supposed to find people that look like them to do well exactly such exactly because there might be another young girl you know of Indian descent that maybe wants to get into it but hasn't seen you or anyone like you and doesn't really mm. think it's open to her or accessible to her. So you're out there and you're doing your thing. So we're happy for that. Pick up yourself. I haven't done that in a while. So oh I'm my god! You've done it like ten billion times through <laughs> this whole episode. It's exciting. Oh my god! It's exciting. Um, Maya, we're going to ask you this final question, and then I think oh. we're going to wrap it up and let you go. Thank you so much for your time. But. Final, final question. Do you have any words of encouragement to other women who may want to lift? What would be... Ah! Give me that face. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what would be, like, if you had to give, like, three tips or three bits of advice, oh or even if it's just one, what would you say? Don't do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch my stuff and Don't do it at home. <laughs> I think, do you know what? One of the best bits of advice, or not necessarily advice, is find the right coach. Mm. Yeah. Because if you've never lifted, like you can go in and experiment, right? But you'll then pick up bad habits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that will translate as you progress. Um, equally, if you have the wrong coach, like it could be, it could just put you off forever. Yeah. Mm. Right? Like find someone that, knows what they're talking about that's aligned with what you want to do so for me for example i compete in strongman stuff 
mm-hmm. I, I have got like a weight loss thing to what I want to do. But in terms of my training, I've gone to a coach who understands the sport. Two, we get on very well. Like our dynamic is good. Like mm-hmm. I can swear at him or I can sulk or, but I still have to get my stuff done. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he understands that if I genuinely couldn't do something, we'll regress it or if I've done something like a couple of weeks ago, I got my program wrong. I couldn't count. So he was like, we're not working towards a comp at the minute. So you've got time. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. we'll just repeat. Um, but he's very patient. Like I need someone who just puts up with me. Cause I, like I said, my lifting is very sometime-ish. Like I'm not, you get like those perfect coaches. I am not that person. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of battling right so we get on super well and his intentions are to get me to where I want to get that's probably the main thing and that actually translates back to so when I when I joined the foundry for example it was because of Ben like I owe him a lot in terms of like where I am now yeah because he was like so supportive he understood the whole food side of things for me in terms Mm. of like because I wanted to lose weight he's just he's just very good in terms of like he didn't make me feel bad about it he put me on the no fun plan so I, one day i had six sweet potato fries six i wasn't allowed any sweet potato fries can you I imagine no i can't oh my god <laughs> because we had that relationship i got i felt so guilty Mm. and so I messaged him and I was like I'm so sorry I've had and he sent me like a a bitmoji thing of him and he's like I'm so disappointed I had six and and a half (laughs) (laughs) I I felt so bad and then I went into the gym and he went I was joking you know (laughs) I had penguin bars or something and I was like what he was on the no fun plan with me okay don't worry like he's like just it doesn't matter like so the importance of someone who understands you is just so like because I've had coaches and some of it is like where you are in that space but yeah get a good coach and if you don't want a coach then I guess just go and do it right like yeah like if funds are limited for instance or you're a student you can do it yourself do you know what I think now because we've got social media people are everyone's a coach so just be very careful of that like everyone's trying to sell a program just because they know how to train themselves so just be careful of that but you see someone that like you're like oh I'd really like to get into that and you've seen someone or you know someone maybe just ask like yeah I like going to sessions with like my friends do you know what I mean like I don't box and I haven't got the money to get boxing coach, mm. but I can always go and ask my friend who does box. She's brilliant and she wins all the time. Yeah. Can I just jump in and do a session? Like, I guess trying it that way. Good idea. There's nothing yeah. profound in it. No, I don't have any. I don't have any like mic drop moments, mate. Like, <laughs> that's I'm not, I'm not that girl. <laughs> This is good enough for us. No, but this is this is what we want, you know, because we just want someone who's just kind of found their way through it and they're doing their thing. I mean, there are people out there that are kind of pitch perfect with everything, but you know, you've it's nice to hear like people developing and you know, not everybody starts something and you know 
it goes great first off the bat you know a lot of things are trial and error yeah. and you've pulled a bus i'm oh sorry i don't care <laughs> i ain't got nothing else to say she's pulled a bus <laughs> oh my god and lastly maya um where can people find you? Do you want yes. to say, share your socials with us and with everyone? It's only that yourself. Moonface88, right? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Moonface88. Because she's got a mean face, but not anymore. I know, it's coming and back and we're going not to 88. And she's not 88. 100% not 88. Maya, thank you so much thank for your time you. and for chatting with us. We appreciate it so, so much, my love. Thank you so much Thank for having you me. So Thank much. you. Oh, we'll see you after lockdown. Yes. Yeah. Bye. Bye. So, what did you think of that? I thought that was really good, actually. Lots of information there for anyone who wants to, you know, gift lifting a go as not just part of their fitness routine, but as something that they'd like to actively do to keep fit. And to kind of, you know, change their bodies and change their outlook. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that interview. But also, not in the traditional gym space. Yes, exactly. Like, finding a space or a community that is, like, dedicated to that kind of lifting. Yeah. Um, because something that I, you know, felt was really interesting was that, she had a completely different experience when she went to that rugby field. Yeah. And it was that one, that one incident that kind of flipped her whole perception. Yeah, changed and everything. And sparked her to being like, do you know what? I can, I can try this. I can do this. Mm. So like maybe finding a space outside of the norm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. I really, really enjoyed that. Me too. And it kind of sits well with what our podcast is about, really, which is like, you know, fitness and everything. But it's not just kind of conventional fitness. It's all different types of fitness. Anything that will get you to move. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, like we discussed earlier, I mean, who knew that she would end up pulling a bus when she first started, when she went onto that really cold rugby field and did what she had to do? Who knew that she'd end up where she is now, like doing competitions and, you know, pulling buses and, you know, doing everything she's done. So I think it's quite a good shout out for women particularly to give things a go, whether you're feeling intimidated or not, you know, try it. You might like it. <laughs> and there will always be, there will always be a space where you will feel welcomed yes and comfortable there's always a community you just, for you yeah I think it's just a case of being brave enough to find it absolutely yeah definitely 100% so Alrighty. there you go there you go our first chit chat with a special guest interview interview you know our social media handle. I doing all of this nonsense with you. It's not nonsense, you know. Oh, right, whatever. But we'd be really interested to hear what you think. You know our social media handles. I don't know them <laughs> still. So you said that real quick before I jumped in to say, yeah, let the people them know. You see your face. I'm Look sorry, at your darling. Life. At Relatively Fit Pods on the Instagram, peeps. Get involved. With the convo, please. 
get if, connected and join the conversation yeah. if you have a spare min or so as well please 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 share your reviews um or if you don't have time just give us five stars and keep it moving in it because we deserve it we'd appreciate it very much and uh. yes we do deserve it <laughs> <laughs> but no we're, we're like super grateful for you guys that interact Absolutely. with us and yeah it just makes it feel like we're actually speaking to people. Sometimes we, I think, well, I don't know about you, but sometimes like when we chat, I'm just like, we're just chatting in it. And then I forget people actually listen. But that's the good it's thing mad. about it because it's not scripted. I mean, obviously we research things and we look at things and we take it quite seriously, but it's just us having an open, honest discussion, which I think is quite refreshing. <laughs> it's lovely. <laughs> Anyways. And we both like to talk, so... I think you yeah. like to talk a bit more than me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well... Anyway. Yeah. Chat with us. We like to chat. Yeah. Stay safe, everyone. Yeah. Look after yourself. Yeah. What did Jerry Springer used to say? Take care of yourself and, and each, each other. other. <laughs> Bye! Bye! <laughs>